Welcome to the Traveling Teacher, brought to you by the importance of mental health. Unfortunately, our society hasn't prepared our citizens to take care of their psychological well-being, and we are seeing our students and the adults they are becoming struggle with depression, anxiety, and other challenges. The COVID pandemic we are currently in is only making this more prevalent. Today, we will focus on how to better support the social emotional health of our students in order to prepare them to live a more rounded life. Today, we are in Stockholm talking with the leaders at Star for Life, a nonprofit educational organization. We have Ulrika Helm, Mary Stromberg, Secretary General Anki Elkin, and Jana Sodenberg, who we will hear primarily from in the first 30 minutes of this podcast. Let's jump in. started based on this Swedish school law, look at uh, the general goals in Sweden. And what we do have is a general formulation of it. The school is supposed to work with the self-confidence, self-esteem, and issues like that, but there is no structure, no plan. So what schools usually do, they buy in projects or presentations like their short uh, three-day wow. activity yeah. Yeah, without any measurement or long-term focus. So what we did is based on uh, contemporary uh, research, brain research, psychology research, how can we train like uh, like athletes. I'm working a lot in sports with yeah. athletes uh, since many years back. And uh, there has been an experience for a long time that in order to manage a long-term career in sports, you have to have a good mental strength, yeah. which you have to train. But neither school or... Uh, even industries are working with that. So we are doing it is neural leadership training with the kids based on their age. And the intention is in a long-term run that we get up to about 100 schools representing the whole school system from primary school to A-level and uh, in different uh, socioeconomic areas in mm -hmm. order to prove via research the effect of mental training on motivation and psychological health. So when we can prove that, we want to talk to the government to kind of build up a, Implement, yeah. Yeah, a subject, which is whatever you call it, self-leadership or whatever. So we want to get this as a subject in school and mm -hmm. also to include more of uh, psychological research and brain research into the training of teachers from the start. That's fantastic. I mean, I think one of the highest indicators of future success is that socio-emotional learning. Yeah. And so I'm curious, like, what are the specific things you're doing in, like, developmentally, like starting primary and going up to secondary? What are some of the things you're trying to implement? What we do is like we're working with the star, representing like five working modules. Every mm -hmm. module represents half a year in school, and in each module we're training different mental abilities. So if you look at mental strength, it's like your condition in in, in your body. Yeah. There are different kind of muscle groups that we have, and that's what's happening in the brain as well. You have different abilities, like grit is one of those discussion mm -hmm. points right now. Uh, the ability to understand how the brain builds your value system and how you can affect your values. The ability to focus on what you can have an impact on and to accept what you can't affect. Uh, to use your cognitive brain to build up pictures of the future, to see and visualize. So things like that. We are training about 24 different mental abilities during a period of three years. 
And do you have like specific special trainers that are going into the schools, or how are you implementing no. that? What we did is, uh, for us, everything we do in Sweden is based on the sustainability thinking. So what we do is we educate schools to do it themselves. So what we do have is um, regional school strategists. They are employed 80% in their schools as teachers and 20% at Star for Life at Motivational Lift. So those teachers are kind of a sounding board for new schools when they're in the implementation process. Mm -hmm. What we do offer is when we start working in a new school, during a period of five months, we educate the whole staff in the school in mental training. During this training, they're not supposed to think about the, the students. They're only supposed to think about themselves. Mm -hmm. to, what we do want is to build up an ambassadorship Yes. So the teachers, when they have tested the, uh, the tools for themselves and understand, oh, it works, uh, then it's much easier to get the engagement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Next step is that we take three, four of really engaged teachers in each school and train them in the material and the method, and they become responsible in the schools for the implementation. Wow. So then we sign a contract with the school because the important thing is that you have the board with you. Yes. If you don't have the principal with you and the board, forget about it. It's, it's not going to work in a long-term run. Yeah. So we, have, we sign a contract, and every year we renew the contract in May. So our school strategists are visiting our schools in May at least once, and then we uh, re-sign it. How do you assess their like, success and their ability to implement yeah, those policies? What we do have is we have a scientific uh, consultant that we work with, and we do uh, measure two components. The one is related to motivation and performance, and the other one to mental health. We have a lock frame model, and we have a theory of change. And based mm -hmm. on the theory of change, there are special indicators that we are measuring in terms of health and motivation. How long has this been going on for? Since 2014. And how long, what's the, yeah, what's like the longitudinal like, aspect that you want to like take this data and start showing this to the state? When we look at the numbers today, the figures are saying like we have 23% of youngsters in Sweden in the, age, in the age range between 16 and 23 that are suffering from mental health problems. So one of our goals is to reduce that number and to give in a preventative way. It's not a problem-solving concept. Yes. It's not that we are specifically go in schools that have problems. Mm -hmm. What we do is, exactly like in sports, yeah. you work preventative. So by doing that, it's kind of relevant for all schools, wherever you are in the world. Yeah. So we want to reduce the number of uh, kids suffering from mental problems or psychological problems, and also to increase the self-leadership to prepare them for the future. Absolutely. So when we look at, I'm working a lot with recruitment companies, and they say today, in average, about 60% in the future is your personality, and 40% your competency, because it's kind of exchangeable. But the school is yeah, but the school system is not related to that. So we don't train the personal competencies as we should. So there's a mismatch between the working market in the future and what the school is preparing at the moment. That's interesting that you say that about Sweden, is I think a lot of times in the Nordic countries you think of, at least in the United States, of this like different model, but that's very much the same kind of criticism that we get in the States, is that it's a lot of like rote learning, a lot of this old traditional style of education that's not setting us up for success in the future. No. Uh, so I'm really happy to hear that this, is this 
like started in Star, or is this separate from the Star? Well, the Star for Life yeah. is is the ground we're all standing on. Right. Uh, when I started, I started as ambassador for the African work we're doing there and educating the teachers down there. And the idea was that after a couple of years work there, we still have, we also have the need in Sweden mm -hmm. and in welfare countries. Yeah. It's just not the HIV question that is the basic for it, but we have other issues, definitely. So that's that was the basic uh, idea, and then 2014 we we were looking at the steering documents, what the school is built on, and there's one, this is what I explained, the general law, but also we have the sustainability goals. Mm -hmm. So we are pointing, we are working with three of the sustainability goals, three, four, and 17, and also the child convention. Yes. So those are our three documents that we built everything on. The, child, the UN Child Convention, yeah. which is... So child participation yeah. and every child, like 20, paragraph 23, right. 2. So they're very relevant for us. Yeah. The UN Child Convention, I think, is hugely important. And sadly, the United States is one of the only countries that... Well, well, leaving the Paris Agreement. And and now leaving the Paris Agreement. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of yeah. embarrassment on... Yeah. Uh, Sad. Yeah, it is very sad. sad. But as an NGO, as I said, it's not our ambition to come up to a thousand schools or to be responsible to drive that concept in all schools. It's just we're driving a society question. Mm -hmm. We want to have an impact on the school development. We want to adjust the school to the working market in the, in the future and to change and improve the teacher education programs. Mm -hmm. And if I could dream, I also wish to build a platform that is... Uh, giving researchers the opportunity to talk to each other. Yeah. I went to Stanford in May and discussed with Professor Bowler. I don't know if you know her. Yeah. She yeah. is doing this math didactic uh, research. And we were talking about how even in Stanford, the different sections of researchers, we have the sport researchers, we have psychology, we have the brain researchers, and uh, teach uh, pedagogic research they're not talking to each other. Mm. It's all based on budget thinking. Mm. They're all researching on like psychological health, they're all researching on motivation, but they don't talk to each other. And then we don't, that's what the reason is, even in Sweden, why theory doesn't get into action. Yes. Mm. It stops somewhere in some budget. So what we want to do is to build bridges between those scientific areas and let them talk. So it's part of the program to build this like interdisciplinary approach? Different sections can discuss topics like psychological health or motivation, self-leadership. How do you see that happening in the school as well, though? Is that something that, like, because I think it has, like, the research component, that's really important, and, like, in our universities, across those sectors, but I think that's also a problem in the school, in which the teachers, you know, have the same group of students, but aren't necessarily uh, cooperating in that interdisciplinary approach. Absolutely. Yeah. Is that, like, another aspect of what you're focusing on, or...? Yeah, and that's why we have this pers the, the staff education mm -hmm. program. During the staff education program, we put aside what, what kind of subject you're working with. I don't care if you're a math teacher or if you're kind of another teacher. Um, they're all there as human beings, as adults. Yes. And this is how we get their attention. I take off the codes of being in a profession of a special teacher. Well, once you get their excitement and understanding of shit, this is how the brain works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. Then you have it. Yeah. That's what we need. So what we do now with the next challenge is to include the parents. Mm -hmm. I don't know about the US, but I don't think it's such a difference that parents are kind of sometimes working against the school. 
that their value system gets transferred to the next generation. Well, I wasn't good in math either, you know? Yes. I mean, yes. they don't even understand what they're doing by saying things like that. So what we do is now developing for each working module a program for parents, how you can support the mental training, different uh, components from home. So it's not only a model for the school, yeah. So it's wo the holistic work mm -hmm. is, I think, one of the key points in order to make it work in the future. And also in order to come, because we had that from the start when we didn't think so much about the parents, that parents were calling, what are you doing? You're supposed to work <laughs> with math, and now you're training them in value system. What's that? So in order to reduce the level of suspicious, it's uh, <laughs> very important to include them from the start. Yeah, I think involve, involving them is a good idea. Yeah. yeah. And they actually, I think, a lot of parents today are searching for knowledge about how can I give my child the best conditions to be prepared for the future. Because time is changing so rapidly that we cannot relate to our own childhood, at least not when they come up to no, the teenage. It's so different, yeah. so fast. So many shifts. In I did a lot of mental are. training when I went to IOM, the vet, and it really works. Yeah, I've done it, and you get energy and focus, and uh, you know, I, because I had a little child. So I didn't have much time, and I had to work, and I had to go to school. Mm -hmm. And with the mental training, I had uh, energy to sit up to one o'clock in the night to study, and to be more focused on the subject. That I and the was. good thing is today we have a kind of scientific explanation from the brain's perspective, why and how mental training works. Mm -hmm. Before it was always like a, a bit of in a yeah well spiritualistic you know, yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, today we can explain how the threat system works, how the driving system works, how amygdala works. And, mm. and that gives a totally different platform to discuss with leaders. Yeah. Unfortunately, in, in the brain research, it has been until about 10 years ago that we mostly researched on the pathologic brain mm -hmm. for some reason. And then an American team started and then the German team continued with a question, let's have a look at the healthy brain of happy people and how that works and start there. Have that as and they changed the whole way of how <laughs> yeah. we think about coaching. I don't have a clue why they didn't think that way before. Before, yes. That's it so was good. always way. the pathologic approach. Mm. How can we use cognitive training for depressions or things like that? Mm -hmm. mm. You know, I think it's one of the biggest concerns I have about the education system in the States is the fact that there are so many of these outlying factors that are affecting the student's ability to learn. And so I really like how like the focus on this the holistic approach is that it's not just about the school, it's also about the parents. And I'm curious about like what are like the more specifically about how are you encouraging the parents to be more involved in this approach? To let them experience, uh, we always start in module 0, mm -hmm. it's about how the brain works. And we're doing it in a way <coughs> that you can do practical exercises. You mix the theory and practice. Mm -hmm. And once they understand the mismatch between how the brain is built up and how our life is built up mm -hmm. today, because that's what the problem is, yeah. that the brain that has solved the function, its function for thousands of years, all of a sudden in welfare life, mm -hmm. doesn't work anymore. All those systems like from the start like 10,000 years ago when we were living in a jungle mm. you were supposed to see every new impact every new input as a fear mm. as a threat and that has helped us to survive mm -hmm. but today in a time where things are changing rapidly it doesn't help <coughs> us to see every change as a threat of course. but we're still acting impulsively if we don't think consciously from the front loop mm -hmm. and this is what we want them to experience if you don't have like a dream, a vision for what you want to be as a parent, 
you become acting in, impulsively. You're helping, you're curling. I don't know if you have that word, yes, curling parents in, in the US, because people don't update their value system. What does it mean to be a teenage parent? And they still curl their children as if they were three-year-old. Can, can you define what curling is? Is that... Yeah, because you, you kind you, of... With the broom, you know... You take right. away all the obstacles. Okay. So it's you, like go you kind of baby them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Curling them. I, you, I like you to clean it up the way for them. Yes. Curling is very big in Nordic countries. Mm -hmm. And Canada. Lots yes. of US. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's in the Olympics, so I've seen it before. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. You give them a smooth way into life. Yeah. And that doesn't necessarily help them since life yeah. is it's actually a very full short of challenges. Yeah. And also you create the solutions instead of letting the youth... Uh, make yes, their yes, own yeah. uh, solutions to the problem they're, they're in. So I'd see my experience now when we're teaching and educating parents, they're rather interested than feeling blamed mm -hmm. or anything. It's more, wow, I didn't think about that. Or like amygdala works, they're very interested. And yeah. often I hear, shit, why don't we get more knowledge about the brain in school? Mm -hmm. We learn about the heart, the muscles, and all that, all the cells, but yeah. nothing about the brain, not <laughs> much at least. No. It's interesting, because we're starting to see like a little bit of a push for this in the United States, and I actually implemented a, you know, a practice that with the school I was in last year for meditation mm -hmm. and kind of creating this sense of calm and understanding of the self. But there's also a lot of pushback from mm -hmm. a lot of teachers in the mm -hmm. school. And so... I'm curious, like, how do you combat that kind of that pushback? That like, have you? I'm sure you've you've seen pushback from teachers. How do you address those concerns that it's maybe not focused on the real issues, or mm. like, how do you really mm. change those mindsets? I had a school like that yesterday in Malmo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, biggest, uh, the biggest obstacle is often the teachers' lack of self-confidence. Mm -hmm. I feel like. A lot of teachers become teachers because they choose something where they're the king in the classroom. Uh, uh, you get an authority with younger... Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I know it's, you mean, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's, that's a problem, so too. So, like, working with them <laughs> is touching a very vulnerable point. Mm -hmm. And uh, it takes a while. Yeah. That's why it's good to call, to gather all the, the stuff in the school in one room. Mm -hmm. So, like, yesterday I had about three that are really giving resistance. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? Um, you don't know anything about does it work for everybody and you know <laughs> but at the same time you have the other ones that are saying yes it does work and you know so it's like um, we have to believe in rings on the water as we yeah. say in Sweden it's not a quick fix there's mm. no um, shortcut but if you have the first group there after one year you get a little bigger group and the ring is getting bigger and bigger mm. but it's also maybe uh, that they are so exposed. The the the, the school uh, personnel, the staff, mm. is so exposed because we see that there are obstacles. There there are uh, things to uh, do mm -hmm. in their environment, but a lot of people come in, as Jana is saying, and doing one yeah. session or three mm. three sessions and then leave. Mm -hmm. We don't go down in the root cause. No, exactly. Uh, so, so could I ask you a question? What of was course. the pushback from, from when you were implementing? Uh, a lot of it was the fact that, oh, how am I going to get middle school students to do this? This is impossible. Uh, middle school in the United States is 12 to 14, right? 
and or even for themselves like this is silly this is a joke right. this is something that you know it, they didn't really take it seriously and so and this com- kind of comes back from what Jana is saying maybe yeah. their own uh, shortcomings mm-hmm. uh, self-esteem and mm-hmm. and also uh, I do believe that they are having a point in status that that's why I think you have to start at the primary school level mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. it's a natural part of the training um, we spend quite a lot of time in the beginning of those three years programs in module one in giving them an understanding why this is because we get often the question uh, we don't get any grades in that why should we engage ourselves in the mental training mm-hmm. they cannot from the start see the relationship between mental training and their performance level Mm-hmm. So this is up to us to work with that. Yeah. And uh, this is what we are me- when we measure the abilities. What I was mentioning in each module, we do it in three different levels. The first one: Do I intellectually understand this mental ability? Second one is: Do I can I see a connection between my school, my studying, and this ability that I have a use of it? And the third one, the highest one, is: Have I already used and tried it? Mm-hmm. So then you get kind of a clue where they are. But you can have evidence in the sport, like in the skiing. You know, why did Norway won before Mm. Sweden? They start with mental training much before us. And they won everything. Mm. There's plenty of evidence, but there's just the obstacles of tradition. Yeah. This Mm. hasn't been done. Mm. No. Mm. Why do we need to implement this now? Not here. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) And I I think... uh, to relate to the physical health part. In the 50s, 60s, all over the world, we understood that welfare life doesn't really satisfy your muscle system. That's why we started developing machines where you're running, you don't get anywhere, they cost money, and you pay for it. Mm-hmm. It's so stupid, it's not true. But we're doing it in order to keep ourselves healthy. Right. If you ask me, would that, do you give me a guarantee if I'm running 10 kilometers every day that I don't get cancer? No, I can't. I cannot say that you never will get a depression by using mental training, but it definitely reduces the risk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is what we do, is we have to do the same journey to understand we have to add mental training as we have added most of us, physical training, because we don't move ourselves, we don't exercise enough. That's why we have to add kind of, yeah, well, not natural training. Yeah, I know, I totally agree with you in that same kind of sense, whether it's exercise or brushing your teeth. These are habits that... 50 years ago, everybody was doing, right? But over just a period of education generations, it's become mainstream. Mm-hmm. And I think this push for now, our mental training, is hopefully this next push in our health education so that we can live a more mm-hmm. holistic lifestyle. That's Very really often, it, since we're using so many practical short exercises, mm-hmm. like I can tell you one, if you take your, left, your, li- your right foot... And you move it like a clock to the right. Circulate. Like circulate to the right. And while you're circulating, you take your right finger, the pointing finger, and you're writing a six in the air. Six in the air, (laughs) foot to the right. That's hard. Yeah. That's because the conscious side of the left side of the brain only can cope with one task at a time. This exercise only works if you (laughs) optimize the foot. By doing it five minutes, your muscle memory is going to take over move it to the right side of the brain so that when the when the st- kids are sitting in the classroom and say, having their computers on they're checking their text messages listening to music and doing their math and they tell you well we have a new brain in 2019 and i ask them move back do that exercise if it works for you you're allowed to do that 
So then they understand, well, I cannot focus on two things at the time. You see, when they understand how the brain works, left side, right side, frontal loop, the impulsive brain, then they get interested. And they start planning their life from, well, like the driving system. Today we're working with a 25-minute uh, method. 20 minutes studying, five minutes break. 20 minutes because your driving system is mostly motivated with the shorter performance is required from you. Mm -hmm. It's like a marathon. Yes. You don't think about 42 kilometers. You think to the next moment when you get water. Yeah. Two kilometers left. This is what you manage to mentally cope with. Mm -hmm. So this is how we teach them more related to their life. And more related to their own psyche and their own yeah. you know, cognitive It's not brains. about studying two hours yeah. and to put it in the brain in a short-term memory and then it's gone after the test. It's like if you want to have a long-term memory, you have to break. Mm -hmm. Performance, recovery, performance, recovery. And the shorter the performance time, the more motivated you are. So this is um, kind of how we do it in order to get the interest. But it's not a solution. It's not an easy way. Absolutely not. No, but it's a crucial way. Right. What's the alternative? Exactly. So this. But, yeah. it, but it's also a balance uh, between performance and well-being mm -hmm. and being, I think. Yeah. So, so for me, uh, being a mother of three, uh, one that is really performing, she's the, she, she is the, the doer, mm -hmm. and the others are more in culture, more spiritual, <laughs> more being a person, being on the earth and why. So it's very, uh, for me personally, I think that I've seen the, the both uh, personalities very close and nothing is uh, more right than the other. But I think that if we train only children in the schools to perform and to become instead of to be, uh, I also think uh, we have to take a bit of caution when we also talk about how to perform. And this is our third mental ability that we train in module one, is to build an identity that is standing on two legs, two mm. feet. It's your self-esteem and your self-confidence, knowing who you are and knowing what you're capable of, mm. two different things. In the age between three and eight, you have a natural balance between those two if you don't experience a trauma. Mm. But then the more depending on the society, it mm. often tips to the performance side, mm. which leads to that people build their identity on self-confidence. Uh, That's why in Sweden, when you're on a dinner party and somebody's asking, who are you, they often, ask with the, uh, they often answer with their job. Mm. Yeah. What kind of position <laughs> you have? <laughs> Where do you live? And what do you do for a living? Yeah. You have it's not what kind of yeah, books you're reading. Yeah. Something about your values. Hey, you looked at my books. I loved your books. Yes. Great library. Yeah. Absolutely. That's something actually I'm really interested in. And I think mm -hmm. a recent question. You can question, find a lot. Yeah. About I your mean, books, I love the conversation we're having now. I don't want to get distracted by it, but like, yeah, I, I love that question of like, what books are you reading? What's what books have you read that have really changed like who you are and how you think? Because I think that really like kind of tells you a lot more about the person you're with rather than mm -hmm. what job do you do. Uh, and I don't well, self-confidence is important, and I yeah. think we, I mean, it's nothing to deny in the future. We have to be proud about our capabilities, mm -hmm. but the basis should be on who you are. Yeah. Otherwise, it's very hard to deal with mistakes.
because then you haven't done a mistake, you are a mistake mm -hmm. if your identity is on your performance. Mm -hmm. and when I'm working with different national teams, that's our, one of our biggest problems we have all over the world in sports. When the athletes are finishing their, their sports career, mm -hmm. all, yes. your, all your life yeah. is built of that you are a NHL player. Mm -hmm. right. But who yeah. are you if you just have a name? Mm. When you t I take away your business card, who are you then? Mm. A lot of them have problems. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Committing suicide, getting yeah. into depressions, mm -hmm. absolutely. Weight gain, all sorts of... You must meet... Unemployment uh, as well. Yeah. When, when you have built your identity okay. you must meet in what you do for a living Garrett, a instead of yeah, who you here. are yeah. as a person and Absolutely. often men become more depressed when they lose their job it's totally to 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 lose their face face mm -hmm. so it's a different kind of arenas uh, athletics is one but but uh, identity for men when they lose mm. their uh, occupation when mm. when they get unemployment uh, that is not uh, strong in women women have all often two arenas because uh, often they are uh, taking care of their family and having a job but the the, the, the man is often more focused in in the career I think that's an important shift too for for men in this education, especially, right? Is how they connect to their own emotional connection, their own personal Absolutely. self. Absolutely, because that's I think we see just a, a huge basket of issues that come across when everybody, but men especially, I think, don't connect with their own emotional issues and then lash out in anger or fear or resentment, uh, and that you know. It can be tied. We see a lot of big problems in the United States with mass shootings. And, yeah, uh, I've been. Um, uh, I, I met Jackson Katz. He's from UCLA. Okay. He's a, um, a researcher in masculinity. Mm. Uh, was in that field before, uh, uh, doing research on what is femininity and masculinity. I think that uh, when when you as a, a boy don't connect with your uh, your uh, father, father, and yeah, you you have the women. The women is, is in school, from from the, the first year down to the last day of school. The women are are there. In high grades, the men enters, but you're as a boy formed by women, women, and also often connected to your mother. So so uh, he he's doing a lot of research. Of, of why the the school uh, the 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 mass shooting in in US. It's very nice to see you again. Yes, it was amazing to be able to talk to you. Nice to meet you. Oh, I'm really inspired, and I'm gonna just I'm gonna follow what you're doing. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. connect you. Yeah, yeah I it's think also fantastic. this needed, to, you know, many children in Africa they have this type of problem. With the um, confidence and uh, that's what we do in Africa. Absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think school is just one arena where we can work with the kids. Uh, we are trying, our core business is in school, but we are now trying the concept even outside school where we reach uh, the kids in different way, like sports. Mm -hmm. uh, because in, in school sometimes it's hard to open kids emotionally if you feel like you're a loser in this arena. Yeah. But in sports, with the new football arena, you might be open to work, work with your mental strength. Yeah. So different kinds of uh, areas we are trying to 
explore right now to get in touch with the kids. I'll keep doing it. I will absolutely. precis. Thank you very much. Thank you. I was just thrown in. Yeah, this is perfect. Wow, I can't thank Jenna enough for all of that information. It is crucial that we focus on mental awareness and really provide mental training for our educators so that they can then instill that within our school systems. It is paramount that we start at the primary, the elementary school level, so that this can lock on early and that they are supported with the social-emotional learning and skills to be successful in life and in academics. Let's jump now to Start for Life and see how they're implementing these same skills that they are doing in the Swedish school system in South Africa. Oh, she was fabulous. Yes. That was great. Uh, That's the amazing uh, program. Yes. But the program is from Africa. Yeah. Yeah. So, so she, uh, she had uh, integrated it in in the Swedish school system mm-hmm. and added up uh, the the more of the the research and and the know how when it comes to how our brain function. So so its original started in KwaZulu Natal in two thousand five. When our founder Donald Lawson and his wife Christine bought some land to to uh, establish establish a game park, yeah. a private game park, Tanda. Oh, Tanda. Yeah. So at that time, there were uh, the the hardest challenge in the world when it comes to HIV, because Hello. it struck Kwazulu uh, Natal hardest in the whole world. So one. Out of four of our youth in Kwasalo Natal is carrying HIV virus. They don't die in HIV or AIDS. They die of tuberculosis or other related uh, diseases or illnesses uh, linked to, to a vulnerable immune system. But there is the start of... Motivationslyftet uh, was was one of the branches from, from that work. Uh, and, and I also think that uh, they have, in southern Africa, the challenge of um, HIV or po- poverty. But uh, for us, we strive with, uh, with uh, and, and have a hard time with uh, mental health issues in Sweden. Hard time. And the boys are more. So, so often we talk about uh, maybe the 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 girls, the the young girls, uh, but in fact, uh, the boys are trained uh, by their father as role models early in early stage. Yeah. So so it it's only the grade of the the, the magnitude of of uh, lacking. Rule models uh, from from men to men to boys, yeah. talking about how to be to be a human being, yeah. uh, and I think that uh, 
there are so many keys uh, in the southern part of Africa how to live their uh, everyday life to to enjoy to be alive each day instead of that's why I was saying to balance because Jana is also coming from the uh, athletic side mm -hmm. and that is perform 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 and, and for me it's like uh, you have to find the balance so so you don't talk about the gap um, about if you if you see what's happening inside here you can uh, be more productive so so it's uh, it's a ba of course it's it's that way yeah. we do believe that but then we enter uh, where where the youth are now instead of being in a, in another context where they not where they where the youth not is today mm -hmm. they are into the old system to to make some good grades and focus on going and yeah. being some uh, it's hierarchical structure yeah, yeah, climbing this yeah. mythical ladder yeah. right rather than being themselves exactly and I think that, that we have to say it over and over again because all the social media, all the marketing is to become rich and famous or to, to always be so really happy. But everyone knows that that is... Uh, <laughs> behind the, the, behind the, the curtains. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also that we, uh, that we start to talk about there is some days that the sun shines more and some days is grayer and it's it's okay to have those gray gray days yeah. and also not be so keen on that oh are you sad now i will make you happy <laughs> instead of it's one of the part to be alive. Yeah. Sometimes you are You're feeling sad, sad and sometimes you are happy. And when you are sad, let's stay sad until you don't want to be sad anymore. That's what I or, did. Yeah. And then, <laughs> it's because I, I think that a lot of society and, and, and I can yeah, see it, in, it's like... Th that is also because part of our hiding. brain. It's like you, you have your issues, you want to focus, but to show other people side there, just to prove like you're fine. But you also that's killing inside many people. Yeah. As you talk about social media, yeah. everything looks there perfect, and everybody is so happy. And some people look at this and like, oh my God, they're having a good time. But understand how <coughs> to say it, like people, they have to understand there's a moment you can be sad. There's a more, you know. Part of and life. that's okay. Yeah. Yes. And it's exactly. not just okay. I think it's like vital. It's mm -hmm. you need to process your full range of emotions, yeah. or also just build up, as you said, right? It's gonna you're gonna keep it inside, yeah. and just, and many people yeah. does that. Yeah. But I, but I also think that that is also part of how our brain is functioning. Uh, if you say to me, "I have a problem," I go up like this. <laughs> Uh, how can I be a problem solver? And that is all about the Toyota way when, when you had the lean production mm. to find all the things where it would have gone, gone went wrong. Mm. Uh, so so we, are, <laughs> we are solvers. We, a lot of people want to solve uh, problems. But I think that uh, it's better for youth 
to to be um, be a part of their own solution, yeah. and 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 I, I live with one happy curler, and he's always <laughs> having a toolbox of solutions. And I say, calm down, calm down, calmez-vous, uh, to, to, and say, ask questions, be an active listener. Mm. You don't have to push, push, because. The time we are in is, is like this. Mm -hmm. and, and some people need to reflect and it's not helped by having in, even more things thrown at their face. And, and I think that that is also, the, the, as Joanna was saying, to, to have really mature areas where we can have dialogues about how can we as a society as fathers and mothers or grown-up leaders together find ways and also forum uh, where we talk about being human mm -hmm. uh, and I think that 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 life knowledge is not really it's not really discussed or no, not so much not uh, and, and, and there are very few hours in the school where we talk about what do I do if, if I'm sad? What do I do if someone else is sad? And, and also having that conversation. Uh, uh, and I also, in, in our society, uh, I, I, I don't, I've, I've only been several times in US, but I think that you are a more mature country when it comes to seek help from people that is professional, co uh, coacher or, or um, psychologists, or that, that, that help T to say I have a psychiatrist or a psychologist. How do you they're both. They're two different types. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so that is no brainer. Mm -hmm. But here, uh, people don't talk so much that they go and have uh, that kind of help. Mm, yeah. And that is also, uh, and, and when mm. you're feeling, if you're feeling sad and the emotion is uh, broke, that is not our, we are not uh, world leaders in that part. Because if you see the, the suicide rate in our country, it's extremely high. <laughs> it's like Jap Japan and Sweden are really close to each other. And the men, it's the men that is... Um, most vulnerable when it comes to, and I think that that is because we are not trained to talk about that. That uh, no, but people think that you are sick if you go to a psychologist in Sweden. It's not like you know in the states everybody have a psychologist. It's right. even it's rare if you don't here. have one. Yeah. But in Sweden, if you have one, you're yeah. like crazy, you know. Yeah. So you can call them, call them coach them or mentor yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Or not strong enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that also links to that a lot of that you have a business with people talking about um, those kind of uh, no it's very popular now uh, to to talk about how the brain is functioning but that could also be a gap uh, about those people are saying oh this is the way the brain functions so they are those who know and the others don't know. That is also you have it's it's a balance. Mm -hmm. uh, 
uh, to, to not do it, overdo it yeah. with theories, mm -hmm. with academic uh, blah blah, yeah. and others, and and bring it down to uh, what it is uh, to be a, a human being, and also what those the the speed, the pace that the world is in, what that that does to you as a person. Mm -hmm. And also that persons, wherever you are, have some basic needs, yes. and they are un they, they are um, uh, how do you say univ universal universal uh, all over the world. And I think that that is to to start uh, not to say oh your your part is and that is what I, I'm not uh, th that is too far from uh, if you if you're going to have a change. A process, uh, and you ha and you should walk with the person, and if it's a young person as well, it's very, um, it's for me, it's very important that you stay. That's what coaching is: to go beside, uh, not to be in front and telling where to go. Mm -hmm. So, so that is really. So, I think that the leadership, if it comes to. Uh, people in, in teachers in the school area or, or leadership when it comes to being a friend or being a parent, I think that we have to be very uh, respectful when it comes to you are who you are. That, that is the key. I think that, that we don't have environments that says, oh yeah, uh, you should be the same. And, and, oh, yeah, you have some needs. But in this area, in this culture, we, we, don't, we don't care. We have this. This is the, the, the... This is the rubric that you have to follow. Yeah. That you have to meet yeah. these standards. Yeah. And I think that school is not... It is um, sad to say to uh, one size fits all. Mm. Instead... Rigid. Yeah. In, instead of... Have a, like looking to different personalities, yeah, and different abilities. Yeah, but, but what mm. happens if you one week uh, is having really trouble? Your whole your hormone system is <laughs> dancing with you. You have some tests you're going to take. You're not into stress, and of course they do no good results. Mm -hmm. But that it's not because they don't know the subject. It's because the environment has pushed them into a context where they don't perform and they get mentally ill. Mm. So I, I think that uh, now you have two hours and, and if you don't have any certain problems that you can see in a document, then it's two hours. Tough. I'm not interested in if go go. So it's very much stress. <laughs> yeah. So so no, so, it's so true. It's and real. you can maybe yeah. do it really good. And and this is not your vulnerable uh, and the stress is taking taking you. It's terrible. I've had students who've gone through very traumatic experiences, deaths in the family, right before our high stakes testing. And there's no you know, alternative. They have to just again it's like yeah, go, go, go. And yeah. um, and again, it's about like we have to understand the individual, and really, I think as educators, be able to support that growth yeah. of the self and the being, yeah. 
so much more than just they have to meet these specific, you know, rubric standards. I think there's a, also a famous quote that you reminded me of that's often attributed to Einstein. I'm not sure if he said it, but if you, if you grade a fish by how well it can climb up a tree, it will always think it's stupid, hmm. right? And it's the same thing, right? We, we have to make sure that we are providing for our individual students rather than our exactly. this, this glob. Even my teacher, when I was young, he wanted to do this system for individual uh, yeah, people. Yeah. But he was, all the system was against him. Mm. So it was... Um, Often those teachers mm. that you rem remember. Yeah. Those who saw the individuals and mm. and also could could adjust their own educational uh, pedagogy. Yeah. I think that's often too when you're able to do that and connect with the students, which I think is one of the keys to success, mm. right? Yeah. The relationships you have with the students and the families, it also helps their performance. Yeah. Right, and I don't of think course. this is such a an outside idea. Like if you're able to build those emotional connections and help them with that they'll also be more successful in the classroom and the academics mm -hmm. of the setting. And I think that's mm. something that hasn't, at least in the United States, hasn't really been grappled with and then teachers haven't really dived in as, as importantly into those relationships as they, they must. Mm. And so I'm glad to see that it's at least being you know, thought about and addressed. And mm. I think it's huge. And I, I mean, I'd love to know more about, too, like how you're doing this in... South and South Africa, because yeah. that's and Namibia, soon yeah. Tanzania, yeah, and there yeah. it is, Tanzania. Yeah, let's do it. So it's it, it. it's different. Uh, the, the 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 way we work in the Southern Africa mm -hmm. uh, is different because, as Jana was mentioning, this is the train the trainer concept when it comes to motivation lived in Sweden. Yes. So they don't work uh, directly to the youth or the, the, the learners mm -hmm. here in Sweden. In South Africa, our coaches are uh, into the, 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 uh, the, the schools. So, so the learners and, and, and our coaches is working in the public schools. Yeah, that's and, uh, and, and we are not uh, allowed to, to point out what schools we want to be in. So the, the foundation of our life is, um, is uh, uh, having the permit to work because the relationship and the evaluation from the, the, the regional bodies and, and the public sector is really quality. They, they ensure, ensured themselves about our quality when we started. Now it's uh, working together side by side with, with the, the, the principal and, and the teachers in the schools. And our staff, our coaches, is working inside of the schools. That is, mm. I think that if you compare to a lot of organizations, they're not allowed to work inside the schools. And, and we have, uh, so, so it's, it's the same as motivation lift, yes. but we, we, are, we are doing it uh, all the way, all the way uh, through to, to the learners. Uh, so, so I think also uh, when you work in a uh, uh, context or an environment when there is poverty and vulnerableness when it comes to HIV or other uh, teenage pregnancies and so forth. So it's a lot of focus 
on you decide when it comes to sexual and reproductive health issues. That is a baseline. If you don't have the health, then it's really much more harder to 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 yeah to to cope with what you uh, what the teacher is uh, telling and and to to make uh, progress in your education. And also we combined, and that is, uh, uh, Jana was telling about the athlete, that is her bias, but, but in Southern Africa, the music is uh, the instrument for the, the, the it's the way the, the pedagogical, if you sing, you as a teacher, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. you, you can probably sing the songs that, that your, the, the first teachers were teaching you. Yes. I, I can. Uh, and and uh, we sing uh, together and it's also in their culture so it's yeah. easier also I think yeah I think that's actually one of the questions that's really interesting interested in because I think culturally uh, based pedagogy is really important yeah and I was curious like how you were you know as like a you know Swedish you know charity organization how are you making sure that you are connecting with that culture and and bringing that out in their education I, I think that the, uh, um, there is connections. Sometimes you see the differences when you see uh, Sweden or, or, or South Africa. Mm -hmm. But the music is universal. Mm. And the music is very vital and very present in our society. Yeah. So, so I think that uh, when it comes to uh, singing in the choir or uh, being a singer-songwriter, yes. then we are youth in the same <laughs> on Mother Earth. Yeah. So, uh, so, so I think that uh, it's focusing on what we have in common mm -hmm. and build on that mm. to see where where we can uh, teach each other. Yeah. Uh, and and to, to have uh, times when you sing, they sing their songs for us mm -hmm. and we can sing in Zulu. Uh, now a lot of them also, and and my my youngest daughter, both of my daughters, where well, I have three children, uh, they were singing with uh, Star for Life when they were growing up in their schools. They were educated in music school, so I knew Star for Life through my children, and they were singing with the choirs ca coming to oh, Sweden I didn't know and, and and singing. And one of the first. Uh, uh, Peter Johansson, one of um, he he's working with Jana now. He w he was one of the first starters in in the work. He's living in the same municipality as I am, and at that time he introduced Star for Life in the schools, some of the schools in in my hometown. Uh, and I think that uh, standing on the stage singing about being a human, uh, with all what that has. <laughs> <laughs> to, to uh, in in, so so I think that that is also, uh, if if we're talking about uh, high and low status, yeah. mm. the status is that we have this the high Equal. high high sta status mm -hmm. as as youth, uh, uh, and and also I, I think that uh, the the rich culture in in Southern Africa with the music mm -hmm. combines yeah. us to talk about life yes. uh, so I, I, so I think 
been down and, and uh, visiting the, the, the organization and, and also the schools. And for me, I, I think that uh, it fills you with perspectives when you hear. And uh, I had translation about what the children was performing uh, last time I was down. And the first song was about uh, to sing to their fathers and mothers to let them marry the one you love. <laughs> so that, that's also a perspective in another, um, how you say, me hearing their uh, dreams uh, and, and, and not what we want to say to them, mm -hmm. also what they uh, want to yeah, to share with us. In that, uh, you know, as a parent, uh, the culture, like African culture, is always to tell their kids, I want you to do this. So yeah. you know about this. For you. Yeah. Yeah. Choosing everything. So that was a good impression for them, you know, like to put up at the song, but to address their problems. Mm -hmm. That's a part of it, I can think. Yeah. Yeah. And, my, and my dream is uh, to, to take a group of youth from Sweden that have uh, faced challenges with their mental health and to bring them to sing uh, with uh, the, the, the learners in our schools because I think that that could heal them. Will, yeah, absolutely. I, I think that that could also be a recipe not only to say, oh, well, we, we are raising money for poor, poor black uh, uh, kids in southern Africa. No, no, no. That is not what Star for Life. We have no children with the flies in their eye perspective, no catastrophe. We are building on all the, the, the stars we see. We, we build uh, on the potential that they are stars and we have stars here as well. So, so um, it's a different, difficult context when you see that, uh, for me, coming from, from the, the recruitment and staffing industry, I've been working as a, the head of, of sustainability in Randstad, a Dutch multi, fabulous multinational um, uh, company, 39 countries. But, but for me, coming into a new business, new uh, arena, is also competition about the givers, the donors' money. And I think that uh, I will credit uh, Don and, and Christine, uh, all of some, the founders of Star for Life, that they have never weak, uh, um, they have always had the focus on that they see the potential, the stars for life, that they, they build on all the capacity these rich areas have with youth that have uh, they st have dreams and yeah and 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 not be shown mm -hmm. uh, for what they are of course that's what uh, to do yeah. but what what the the the, the yeah. out, out yeah no that's uh, very empowering and and like what so you do you run an entire schools, or do you go into the public schools? I'm a little confused uh, with the... We work in the public schools. The so public we schools, don't yeah. build any. That is not cost-efficient. Right. So, so uh, it's more efficient to be working as we are 
working yeah. in the school side mm. by side with with uh, the uh, principals and the, the teachers. And so the we kids. are uh, we, we can say that we are uh, the add-ons to mm. to the schools and then one of uh, some of our partners they see that the drought has been really severe in 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 the areas and this is the outpush this is the countryside and they haven't had rain for a long time and then we have some of those partners that is um, uh, supporting one particular school and then they say oh I want to drill a, a well here oh, as yeah. well and 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 I think that that is also the, the, the was the the foundation is started from an entrepreneurial uh, background with with uh, the, 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 the the fam the family Olofsson that yes. that are entrepreneurs and they also uh, presented their vision uh, for other entrepreneurs so there is a lot of make it possible yeah we make it possible so there is no problem that is not we we are we are more in this uh, solution oriented yeah, yeah yeah let's do it it's not uh, that that it's a framed uh, cube that yeah. this is what we do and we also have health clinics uh, and it's mobile clinics mm -hmm. so it's the uh, mobile clinics on wheel if you have one more uh, hour to walk to school and back you're not going to a clinic far away so we come to to the schools mm -hmm. and make uh, them take the health checkups and then we also can find if they have inf if they are infected with hiv and if they are then it's uh, uh, medication treatment. treatment and there is treatment as well but if you don't if you don't know mm -hmm. the status, the health status, then you you won't have the treatment as well. And also talking about uh, being safe when it comes to a lot of children in those areas. There are also uh, people that uh, take advantage of... Uh, the youth or the children. Yeah, they walk several of hours to go so, to school. So, so uh, the rape and the, 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 the sexual abuse is uh, really present. And that is also a part of the same as we were talking about. What is the masculinity norm and what is, is okay? How is it to... How should we treat each other? Is also one of the parts that we bring into uh, with our coaches. And we also have coaches that are focusing on those who are really uh, having problems. So, so uh, w often it's group sessions, mm -hmm. but we also have capability to have uh, take one youth aside and have social workers working with just that child. Maybe it's um, Act for for criminal uh, criminal um, so justice and then the police uh, matter or you have to take them out from their context maybe alcohol and and other things that they fear at home and maybe uh, so so uh, and also so the, yeah, yeah so so it's more uh, the, the also main, hands on, you can yeah. say, no. So on the most most focus mm. is to have group uh, group education and and uh, go for your dreams and you decide and it's nothing. No so one self -empowerment. else. Yeah. But so then also providing them with that 
the more support, social yeah, support yeah. for healthcare yeah. and other means. Yeah, and and uh, some of uh, our partners, we have some partners when they come down and they get to know because Star for Life is you being a part of it. It's not you sending a check on five thousand dollars <laughs> and then you're. Uh, you can do that too and have a good 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 conscience <laughs> but thank you uh, uh, but but we also open the door if you want to be uh, a part of uh, also uh, to see what we're doing yeah yeah, yeah. not, not yeah. only see what we are doing be a part yeah, be of a part doing of it. it yeah, yeah. Doing it. so so it's uh, 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 more uh, not we and them it's us together, stronger together. And I think that a lot of, of uh, our partners, uh, historical, has come down to travel to South Africa and then never, <laughs> they've, they've been, <laughs> you, you know, you can be showered by, by this fab, fabulous culture. Mm -hmm. And then they are, they are African yeah. from. They are hooked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so once there. Uh, but we have a family now where we talk about, you know, Lisa and Jeff Gordon, they will come to South Africa because they want to see first. Yes. Yeah. She read all the programs, she read about abortion and all these things yeah. that we said. And now she wants to invest. And I think she's gonna go quite big, but she wanna. They wanna visit and see and be part, and, you know. So but they're really open for that yes. too. Yeah. But the investment is both yeah. from two sides. Mm -hmm. The investment yeah. is from two. Mm -hmm. It's also invest investing in uh, your own. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. So, so I, I think that uh, that is also and 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 uh, two of. Um, the partners has now started another project within Star for Life. It's called Dun the Lion, Friends of Star for Life. And Dun the Lion, uh, the, 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 the flower that can, can grow even in concrete. Um, so they have 40 children, and that is those the children that the principals and our coaches finds that they maybe are uh, without any parents because they are probably dead or they have so they have nothing they are in, in poverty and then we, when we have uh, the tip of this child needs to have a uniform and food a lot of them don't go with food in their stomach to school uh, and then they started down the lion and when I um, was new at my work I had to I, I had a possibility to go down in February this year before I started first of March and then I met some <laughs> some people in orange clothes and I was coming from a Dutch company I thought why 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 were I doing why orange we stuff for life it's not the orange uh, uh, color and then they said that uh, they just had uh, taking the orange because they wanted they don't want to lose any child because they were taking all the children one and a half hour down to the dolphin coast to to the sea and this is children that has never seen the ocean they have never seen the the hippos and the the big fives and all of this and mm -hmm. uh, they live so close to the ocean so uh, those two fabulous guys Anders and Shell that is uh, running the thunder lion with all the parents that they have the supporters that they have they have 
they gathered all the children. So their orange was not to lose anyone to see them, <laughs> like stop stop signals. I was I, I thought it was quite funny, but to hear those. Uh, guys that has a, a long track record for being uh, director in, in one of our biggest newspapers and the other one is in tourism industry uh, talking about one of the sons that came down to Kosala Natal and then brought his family, father and mother and then they were hooked now they have done, done the line to one of their a CSR project in the company that they are running in in the southern Sweden, and and, and they they are running hotels and and tourism industry. But this is their project, uh, and uh, now they are flying up. One of our social workers going on. Uh, have you have you heard with when the companies have kickoffs? Yes. Yeah. They don't have any kickoffs. They have kick-ons instead. <laughs> so, so they will have kick-on with all their members of staff uh, in in January, uh, uh, and then they fly flying in Nolotando, that is our, our uh, heading the team of social workers, and 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 they want to provide for all of their members of of staff the experience what they have experienced because. They really say that they have gained so much themselves doing this. Of course. So, so it's it's the old saying that, and and, and not so only saying it's it's uh, research on that to to give is stronger than to receive. So 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 I, I think that uh, that was my first experience uh, going down and see the partners being so into the the organization and i think that that is uh, perhaps uh, one of um, the keys for a lot of those uh, how to say uh, those regular uh, uh, ngos that mm. they they want money but they don't want so much interference because yeah. they have they they want your money uh, and we do too absolutely but but uh, we 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 need so much more yes because yeah. the added value involvement exactly yeah. the involvement makes us also become a multi competent team and and Don and Christine is uh, always talking about the family and also my predecessor Sam Olofsson, the brother of, of Don, uh, they are talking about the family. And this is more an extended family. So so and also one of the songs is We Family. So so I uh, so I think that it's a bit of a different uh, touch of it. Yeah. I think uh, looking at like the students too and, and now reading the website about your partner with Volvo, yeah, right, yeah. and how yeah. can you discuss about like, how that like yeah. w- how that came about and how they help the students after they graduate? Yeah, it, uh, one of uh, the the uh, the chairperson of the Namibian board, mm-hmm. Anders, Mr. Anders, he was uh, f- former head of Volvo in Peru mm-hmm. and in South Africa. Mm-hmm. So when he came to South Africa, he get to know how he he learned about the the, the work and then he he started to to see uh, the 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 work and also that is also different from Sweden 
uh, in South Africa. In South Africa, you're obliged as a company to to be a part of the the society and make a contribution to the society. Here, it's optional, but in South Africa, it's mandatory. So you you earn some points uh, in South Africa, and if you you can't show show pro proof mm -hmm. of you being you, you can work and 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 grow as a company in South Africa uh, and then you their their rules are that you also should be giving back yes. and I, I think that is the next step of being a former head of, of public affairs I, I think and, and sustainability I think that when when I was working in the recruitment and, and the, the staffing industry we thought that some uh, public procurement for example mm. we said that that was my biggest lobby uh, issue I was saying if, if the, the, the government in Sweden is buying some services and they don't care if we work good with it quality and and yeah. and if we are are following the rules Fair and trade. also yeah so so if if you don't even ask the question then there is no driving driver for for doing this so i think that that is south africa is ahead of of our society because we changed the the law when it comes to to having reporting the the, the sustainability reporting uh, so, so it was a bill of that if you are um, above a certain uh, um, if I don't really, if, if it's 100 person staff members, you are obliged to do a sustainability report. Mm. But you can fill it with a lot of words and blah, blah. No, no, no sustainability. No, no, not really what you have done. The, true. the yeah. achievements is not measured. And I think that. Um, that is for next uh, to to have also the ob obligations, and in in Spain or France they have more obligations from when it comes to that the company has to to provide space for people that is uh, have disabilities and open their doors and show that they have uh, equality and so forth. But in Sweden, that it's like we have a self image. We have a self image that we are good in general. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we but are very scared for problems. Yeah. You can see that through friends and families too. You turn many times the back if somebody has a problem. You don't really go in deep to help someone. Few uh, people do that. I, I think that the migration has helped us with that. So we, we are much good, more good, more good looking. Otherwise, that this society hasn't been that vibrant. <laughs> this is a multicultural country. And and we have our success because of it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so we are we it's a key are focus of the United States too. We're our successes from our migrants. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Innovation, mm -hmm. everything. So so our openness, and I, and I also think that. Uh, uh, but there are some uh, problems in in our culture, absolutely. And that is not being so conflict. Uh, we, we, we We're scared to have conflict. We, we don't like conflicts. No. But neutral, no war. But 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 <laughs> that is not everyone is not that. Yeah, and I think that conflict also can, no, but can if you be an instrument 
of progress. Mm -hmm. Because if we take a conflict, it's not because you're not nice and I'm not nice. It's because we see the problem in different kind of, or the solution in different kind of angles. And if we have a conflict, you are entitled to say what you want and I am. So it's openness. Mm. So conflict can be really good yeah, if it's not personal mm. and, and that you're not. But uh, we, we're struggling doing yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, but it, uh, it would be really nice to to um, to uh, see if we could arrange to, uh, for you to to, yeah, to go out to, to because you're now you're traveling in the areas yeah. where where we that is our Area. Yeah. yeah. You could meet Pierre and you can meet other people. Yeah, uh, Pierre, I, I, I would say could be really nice. Uh, so, so, uh, mm. but, but, uh, I think that to to Tandeka, yeah. uh, uh, okay. Pierre, Pierre is the CEO of Tanda, one of the lo most luxurious uh, resort uh, in, in the world. Uh, and, and also, I would say, one of the most um, well-kept game parks, so it's really an experience. So I'm, I'm not saying don't go there. I don't do I'm really, schools, really. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm really focusing on my on on the children. Yes. Uh, so so for me, I think that uh, Tandeka, the woman you mean, was here. Uh, yeah. Tandeka is the managing director of Star for Life in Southern Africa. Fantastic. So yeah, you so, meet her. so so Tandeka. Uh, is uh, can can also if I say uh, uh, say what, what we are doing and and that you want to see the the work we do, so so I think that uh, going to Shushluwe, uh, Durban area and and you have the coastline mm -hmm. and and it's like up there is it's um, how far away from Durban? Uh, three three hours uh, drive. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So, 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 but, but it's, uh, and I, I also think that you should meet uh, Precious, the regional manager, mm. and also Lulu Tando. She's the social worker going to Sweden. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, but, but I think that uh, seeing uh, the whole work uh, and, and, and the methodology yes. is quite, it's quite similar to. I can have one <laughs> no, in English. Tra maybe. Translate yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, better for them to show you. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, to to ask them uh, how they work in in real in, in real schools. Yeah. yeah, I'm really excited. I think just like a final question, I would love just to see like what are your like your hopes and dreams like for the future of, of Star for Life and and specifically for the students. Like, what do you want to see them? go after they leave your schools? Um, quite easy coming from uh, the bias I have in, in the recruitment and staffing industry. Yeah. Uh, this is star for life. Uh, this is competence, social human capital. So for me, I think that uh, in an area where the unemployment is extremely high, uh, I would love all the companies, all the organization in the Southern Africa, which is now very vibrant in every way, uh, see the, the competence and also invest in that competence. So uh, we have just started something is called Star for Jobs. Uh, and then uh, the focus is... Uh, First, we push them and 
make them have a lot of possibilities. So it's a coaching. Education. Yeah. Education. Yeah. So, but uh, for me, it's that uh, companies and organizations see the competence and really invest in the youth of Southern Africa. Yeah. Because I think that this continent, compare in comparison to the continent I live in, uh, my continent is an old man, and Africa, the continent, is youth and the vibrant life of what we are heading, facing uh, further on. So if we turn our backs when it comes to the youth of Africa, we turn our back of every living creature on this earth. So I think that uh, this is the most smartest investment you can ever do. So if you can be a part of it, whoever you are, I think that uh, give me a call. We can we can manage something out. Yes. But but I, I do I I I I dream that uh, people uh, see Africa uh, as the competence uh, and the strongness. Uh, that uh, the youth in Africa is bringing to the table. Not seeing children and, and commercials with flies in their eyes yeah. because old school organization is wanting to, to uh, appeal. To modify yeah. off that. Yeah, that's, I, I, I'm really against. Of course, I'm, I'm really pro when it comes to catastrophe need. Yeah. Absolutely. But if the only... Thing we teach our children about Africa yeah, is that, it's, that they so are wrong, starving yeah. and that they are not able to do something that we should uh, uh, help them. They can help us. Yes. So change your As mind well. shift. Mm. So so we have to change the mindset and see the potential there is. That is absolutely <laughs> my dream. That's such an crucial mindset shift so I appreciate you having that that focus and people wanted to get involved and wanted to see what's going on where could they go what, how can uh, we will uh, we will uh, be the bridge so yeah. if it's not Star for Life we have cooperation with others uh, in Zimbabwe we work in with the organization hand in hand and also in Namibia when it comes to entrepreneurship and, and teach the, the, the learners in in the way to see their own potential when it comes to starting their own companies, their own business. So, so I think that uh, we have a network with others, and I and also I playground. Yeah, and I I think that uh, partnership is the new leadership. Yeah. Organization that is saying they only work by themselves. Uh, you should uh, be a bit worried when <laughs> when someone is saying, "Oh, we are so great that we can do it." No, no, no. This is stronger together. So we work also with uh, Project Playground, or having an attention now to work with a, a foundation in Cape Town, where we are not based, mm -hmm. and then we can help each other. So we are in Johannesburg and, and Durban uh, area and KwaZulu Natal, and they are in Cape Town. So. Uh, 
you can't do everything by yourself, and, and that is uh, crucial and important. I think this is about corroborating. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And Mary can be that connection to Tanzania. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. my sense of it, because my dream was to help uh, ta- the side of talent that I, I say about. Because <laughs> I believe there's a lot of... I've been doing working with the street children since 2000 and counseling families and children inspiration for schools and yeah I visit schools in a different way but yeah so I w- I'm, uh, I'm making something called a, a Gibako Gibako's Art Institute this will be part of uh, having you know searching for young talents and help them through the talents mm. they have as part of uh, I mean there's many young Kids, they are not in school. They are not. Uh, they have no opportunity to go back to school. This is struggle. But part of the other side, they have a talent to do it. But yeah, we have the government. We don't look much on it. So um, I myself that was start up because I want to build that uh, art institute to be able to build classes. And so what's the name of the the, the organization you're part in in Dar es Salaam? No, actually, it's my my part of it, but it's not yet on. I'm working on it with the government to get a, what to say the platform to start. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, but you are even this uh, help for the youth. The yeah, I work, yeah, I work. Yeah, I work part of um, diaspora oh, because yeah. I'm, I'm a diaspora. I'm a secretary of diaspora for the youth in the global. So my part of job is the same thing, empowerment, and I don't have any Pacific, uh, what do you call, centers. Mm-hmm. So I go in a different, uh, any, when they need me, I go there. So this has been just a part. But Are you focusing on Tanzania? Or no, I can be, Africa, or I can be in anywhere. But okay. I'm just, for diaspora since last year. So when I was in Tanzania now, I've been in different schools and working with them but I want to base on the talent most because I think uh, the issue with the street children that was my big 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 eye on it because we have so many street children around in Tanzania that is a long example in mm-hmm. different cities and there's never been any solution even the government uh, trying to work on it all they do is to return them at home and then they are keeping coming back so I came up with the idea of uh, how should we help because there's a lot of kids, they have a talent. Not only on the, on the street, but on the, some schools, you know, different schools for like albinos, uh, you know, different kids who have no, who needed that kind of support. If you've made it all the way through to this point, give yourself a pat on the back. That's the type of dedicated listen that we're looking for here at The Traveling Teacher. This was by far the longest podcast that we've had, and it was a phenomenal one. I really want to thank everybody at Star for Life for inviting me in and sharing all this incredible information that they are doing. If you want to learn more, look them up on Google, Star for Life. They're doing a lot of Real wonderful work. And I just wanted to focus on the key aspects that we talked about today, this development of social-emotional learning and how important that is for the success of our students 
in not only their academics, but in their life. And that is such a crucial element that we are missing in a lot of our schools. As always, like me on all the social media apps, on Spotify, on Instagram, on Facebook. Spread this out, especially during these times when we are quarantined in home. It's always good to get a good listen and continue to educate ourselves. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Class dismissed.